Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was flipping through the channels the other day, but there was nothing good on. I had nothing to play. So I went to my computer and realized that there was so much content before my eyes. But there's nothing but Netflix in my heart and on my screen. There's always something that Yeah, that's right. Nothing But Netflix is back here to talk about MTV or Netflix's answer to MTV's The Real World. (laughs) It's 20-somethings colon Austin talking about the premiere of a brand new Netflix reality series with a guy who uh, is like a 20-something. Here is the Mm -hmm. great Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, I'm I'm feeling good. Uh, what was that slip you just made? I MTV's, MTV's. yeah. It's uh, yeah. Netflix uh, is uh, borrowing a tried and true story format of the uh, what eight strangers? See, the the real world were seven strangers. This is eight strangers picked to live in a house, mm-hmm. or picked to live in like a villa, or picked something, to actually right? picked like to live in two different houses. Right, in like a like a duplex situation that kind of overlooks the other one with a courtyard that they share. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the true story. Um, yeah, this is not yeah. MTV at all. This is not the real world for anybody tuning in to, nope, to for the real world. Oh, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, but see, Rob, the name of this show just keeps changing because like three days ago, I read an article that said like, meet the cast of Netflix's Roaring Twenties, Austin. Roaring Twenties? Yes, Google it. I'm telling you, it's a thing. Like, I, I was like, how, what is the name of this show? Just call it the real world Austin and just move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, what's better? 20 somethings, which is all one word, 20 somethings colon Austin or uh, roaring 20s. Not gonna lie. Both stupid names. <laughs> like, both of them suck because no one in their 20s says 20 somethings. No one, no one does that. And roaring 20s, does not sound like what you're about to sit through. Like it does not sound like what you're about <laughs> to watch. There's no like flappers around or anything like right. that. Right. Um, like but, no <laughs> finger wagging in Charleston's. I don't know what they do in the twenties. <laughs> Gatsby party. Right. Oh God. Horrible <laughs> ass movie and horrible book. 
Um, Chappelle, that I'm looking at a poster for Netflix's 20-somethings, Austin, and I see that in the poster they're sitting on a, a big orange couch, which reminds us of uh, another podcast that we got to do this weekend on Robin Akivanita Podcast. You and Sarah Ferguson uh, joined us to talk about uh, Snick Shows Are Trash on Renap. Yes, and that was a great time. I was in my bag. Like uh, the 90s shows were when I was in my prime as far as TV watching. I was a wee lad, but I was uh, watching things I had no business talking mm-hmm. about or, you know, whatever. And so to sit there and kind of relive those moments with Sarah and Akiva and, and you know, teach you some things about Snick, it was a good yeah. time. So I, I loved it. Thank you for having me on for that. Okay, check that out for uh, even more Chappelle this weekend and uh, (laughs) 20-somethings Austin. I have to say, just big picture, I I enjoyed this. I've watched uh, one one episode. I I would watch more. It looks like six are up on Netflix and more to come uh, next week, I guess. Yeah, but how many episodes are they going to have? Because I thought, oh, it's six episodes. I could probably binge the whole season. Yeah. But when I clicked on Netflix, it said uh, episodes weekly. I was like, yeah. Well, do I, do I, am I supposed to wait a week to watch the next one? Or, do, or does it not have the same effect? Or are they re- releasing them weekly? Like, are they dropping another six next week? How does this work? I don't know how it works, but I think that I don't know if they lived in the house for three weeks and we basically saw like six hours on the first episode because not that much happened. Yeah, nothing happened on the first episode. I mean, not unlike the real world uh, proper. I think we should probably stop comparing them to the real world. I'm going to start calling it that. Um, But like, yeah, this was kind of just like the introduction. And so we did one episode and we're going to let all the listeners who, you know, are interested in this, check it out on their own. We don't want to spoil it too much uh, because these episodes are an hour long. So it's actually a a pretty decent watch um, once you get into it. Yeah. Um, But yeah, but not a lot to talk about. I guess we just get to meet our 20-somethings as they, you know, embark on this journey into, I don't know, adulthood and living in Austin. I guess that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, I also just want to mention last week we talked about uh, Selling Sunset. We had a lot of fun uh, talking about the first three episodes of the uh, new season of Selling Sunset. Asia Welch and Geneva Guadalupe uh, joined us. And if you want to make sure uh, you uh, don't miss any future episodes or want to go back and check out last week's Selling Sunset, go to robinswebsite.com slash Netflix feed. Yeah. And we had great reviews from that. I mean, people love selling Sunset more than they love us. So I think that we found the right uh, the the right model here. We go find stuff that people are going to like regardless. Mm-hmm. B- bake off, selling Sunset. Yep. Like, we're hitting yep. all the high points in the Netflix world. So I think this is this format is working. What do you think? I think so. I mean, I feel like that we uh, seem like that. I when we first started doing the show, uh, I didn't think that we'd be doing so much Netflix reality, but uh, here we are. Yeah, and you know what? Reality is kind of Tiger my thing, King. and I yeah. think, yeah. Well, now let's talk about Tiger King. I know we got we got a show to talk about, but Rob, can we ignore the big ass tiger in the room of Doc Antle and um, you know, Bogdavan? Like, yeah, it's right there. I didn't see that much about it. Did you watch those? It is in like it's like number seven and on the Netflix rankings. What they do? Um, I, they are doing like a little series on Bogdavan Anto, the the one who Bryce complained about not being in Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm sorry, on the second reboot of the Tiger King or whatever, the second season. Um, yeah, so they released, I think, three episodes, and those three episodes are wildly popular because it definitely made the top 
you know, top seven of Netflix. Okay. So what do we do? Yeah. What are, are we, are we going to look at that? I mean, I don't know if we want to waste a week on it. We still have holiday movies to talk about. Mm-hmm. We have B- bonus coverage. What are we doing? If, I'm, if we can get Bryce, I don't think it should be off the table. What do you think? Okay. I mean, if we, if we can get him, uh, that we, we got to check it out. Are the people clamoring for this? Uh, you know, let, let, let them know. clamor. I, if, if they yeah. clamor, we'll do it. I'm not, I'm not just going to do it and yeah. say, I hope they're clamoring. Right. That's what I'm saying. If the listeners are clamoring for this, let us know and we will talk about it. We'll try and drag Bryce on. We might have to pay him um, because like, I don't know. Bryce seemed like the, the second season of Tiger King. It really, really, really got his like his juices going again. Yeah, he and loved so it. I think he'd be excited. Yeah, we I were think he'd lukewarm. Be he was uh, like all in. Like these are his friends yeah. that he got to spend time with again. Definitely his friend. So we'll we'll have to holler at him and see if he's down. We might need to do some bonus coverage, but I mean, that's a conversation pro- probably for off the podcast. Okay, twenty somethings, Austin uh, Chappelle. Have you spent a lot of time in Austin? Not no, a lot of, of course. Time. Austin was to... the the only time we've ever met. Yes, yes. Uh, for the people who are unfamiliar, I went to a Rob has a podcast live event to watch Survivor, mm-hmm. and I was like a fish out of water. I was just I was in Austin, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, I'm from here, so not from Austin, but I, you know, it's not far from where I live. So I went and I got to enjoy watching all the survivors, and I think I, I named the hashtag for that episode too because I'm Chappelle and I can't shut the hell up. Um, but yeah, what I, was the I ran to Rob. Do you remember? Um, I think it was VHS tape because Kobe had said like you used to just turn in the VHS tape. Yeah, and so then I said, "Hey, the what's the hashtag?" And you were just like VHS tape. You have you met me? Yeah, of course yeah. I did that. Can anybody <laughs> go back like, to that episode and find the audio and see if you could hear uh, Chappelle, Chappelle blurting screaming out. <laughs> from the crowd? Yeah. Uh, anyway, I think that's what it was. But I was so busy laughing at Kobe saying VHS tape that uh, that I had to yell that out, and so mm-hmm. I did make my mark. But I, I ran into you at the like uh, at the food area, right? Like yeah. I, I think I paid for VIP access because yes. I really wanted to have the RHAP experience, and and Rob was about to eat um, lobster. Was it? I think it, I think it was shrimp. Like I believe. No, it was something else. Because I was like, Rob, this is Central Texas. Don't eat that. Um, and I, it wasn't shrimp. I think it was scallops or something. Mm-hmm. I was just like, no, there's no ocean. Yeah, by us right now. Current, just don't do that. You saved my and life. So I'm pretty sure that's I did. why I have a like, life debt to Chappelle. That's the only reason that I made it through like the audition process for this. <laughs> I was like, I put on my application, like, Rob, remember that time I saved your life in mm-hmm. Austin? He's like, oh, yeah, That's I right. definitely do. So yeah. I've been here ever since. Yeah. Okay. And so other than that night, have you been to Austin much? Yeah. I mean, I spent some time with Jacob Jones and, uh, and our last guest, Asia, uh, in Austin a couple weeks ago. It was a couple months ago at this point. But regardless, I, yeah. I, I dip off to Austin every time I want a vacation from my real world. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like it's right up the street. It's very different than uh, what the rest of Texas is like in a yeah. lot of ways. And so um, it's a it's a nice quick getaway for me. I'm I mean, familiar. Chappelle, Austin has had such a glow up in uh, the last couple of years. Oh, really? How so? I mean, that's like the like probably like uh, the Austin is to the uh, 2020s as Seattle was to the 1990s. <laughs> A hundred percent. I agree with that. A hundred percent. Whenever people try to ask me about Austin, I say, have you ever been to Seattle? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, just imagine what Seattle is in your head. That's what Austin yeah. is. Well, what just were the Texas. cool cities? What, what did we miss? Like, uh, what was the cool city of the, the, the aughts? 
of the tw- San Francisco. Yeah. No, that was probably the nineties. Don't 2010s? you think? Wasn't that the big move? So I think it might have been the nineties. Might have been the San Francisco, and then like the early two thousands was was Seattle. And you know, because like people were like, "Oh, they're legalizing things out there." And, you yeah, know, but like, what about like Nirvana and stuff like that? That happened like uh, in the early nineties. Oh yeah, that's true. I think it's probably been a mixture of those two for the most part. And then like now, Austin has slipped into that mm-hmm. realm, and I'm not quite were sure. Were there any why, other cities in the middle? Mm-mm, I can't think of any place that I wanted to go like in the 2000s mm-hmm. and I'm, I I like to travel and I, I'm telling you there's not a yeah, place let us there. know if we missed any cool cities yeah yeah that's where we'll do the uh, the live show for the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing but Netflix mm-hmm. podcast yes <laughs> yeah then we watch the show on Netflix and we talk about it yeah we'll go to this house uh-huh. in Austin that they're yeah. living All in right. and we'll just record so, there Austin the logical site for 20 somethings sure I mm, so in my head, I think what you do is when you when you want a show like this, I don't think Austin naturally has that type of allure that you kind of get from the vibe that these kids are giving you. Um, I said vibe because you're going to say it a billion times on watching this show. Uh, but I think what you do is you just show a bunch of teens the the nightlife in Austin, or a bunch of 20-somethings, if you will, the nightlife in Austin and say, don't you think it'd be cool to, to go here? And then yeah. everyone's Yes, because if you're like vibrant and outgoing and like to be around a lot of people and like, you know, stuff that's um, constantly changing and, and all the happenings, Austin is a really good place for that um, in a vacuum. You know, mm-hmm. like it like it, you can make a killer montage off of the Austin nightlife and make it sound really appealing. Personally, I would never live in Austin, but I get it for these 20 somethings. Why would you never live there? Eh, you know, it, it's a, for me, it's a bit contrived. Uh, it feels like Austin's trying a bit too hard. To like, hip. yeah, I mean, they're gonna be hip regardless of like what you like. You can try not to be hip in Austin, but yeah. they're gonna make you like. What was does Portland have like a, a run in the in between it, Seattle and Austin? Portland probably had like six or seven weeks of just like prominence. I don't think mm. it's ever. <laughs> I don't think it ever gotten out of that little bubble. Mm. But yeah, I think there there are definitely places where avocado toast is running rampant. And uh, has the taken the world by storm, and um, Austin is that place. Austin is one of those places. Okay, so Chappelle, the real world came into existence. What nineteen ninety one or so? Uh, we talked about it on the RJP uh, Rewind uh, with Latanya over the summer. Had had mm-hmm. a good run, but they stopped making the actual real world on MTV. What probably like ten years ago. If not more, no. well, on on MTV, yes, but they did have like a Facebook spinoff where they were still doing the real world, but it was on Facebook primarily. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that, nor do I expect anybody else to, and I'm not shocked that they didn't bring it back. But they did try to keep it going as long as they could. I wonder what it is about that format that the creators of the show decided we could do this again. We could, we could make this happen and we can make it appealing to the next mm-hmm. generation because somewhere down the line, I think the real world lost its novelty. Yep. Do you feel like that something else had replaced the real world in uh, the interim where was there some other new type of format or was it like social media came along and what do I need to follow these seven strangers on TV when there's a million influencers? I could just follow their everyday uh, lives in real time. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, the things that that are appealing about the real world in its early stages were like it's a social experiment. They want to see like the differences mm. between people, and then somewhere around Las Vegas, it became like, oh no, this is party hookup time, and so that became very important. But spoiler I think alert: the- so is twenty somethings Austin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not too. We're not too far off there uh, in this in this uh, version of that kind of you know mold. But maybe it was just like. Somewhere along the lines, they people kind of got tired of it, or maybe the real world didn't lean into like the changing world enough to where like they're not talking about hookup apps and stuff like that on the real world, and then maybe uh, the Gen Zers just needed a break from it. Maybe it just seemed too chuggy. Some would yeah. say, I don't know. Yeah, um, that's also interesting. Where I feel like that the real world probably like was celebrated at various points for uh, like being, and maybe this is sort of like pre-real world Las Vegas. Like the, there was like a shift into party hookup time, but at, the, as you mentioned, like uh, in, in a world with so much going on. 20-somethings Austin uh, didn't seem to want to take a pass at uh, the issues affecting uh, this uh, young, diverse group. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to tell the story of this young, diverse group without making it too... Uh, too heavy, you know, mm-hmm. like because there's a lot going on, and the Gen Zers, to their credit, they are at the helm of a lot of the change that's happening in the world and in the country. Um, they're really involved, and so maybe that's what we're going to get to later on in the series. But the first episode, no, it doesn't look like they care anything about these people's careers, their families, their and any social is- issues. They're just trying to hook up. Mm-hmm. But I did, yeah. I did get the vibe that later on they're going to start to delve into those other more serious topics a little bit more because you do get hints of them saying I'm 20 years old I don't know what to do with my life and I think that's the premise of the show that separates it from the real world the real world was more like you could be established you could be a new adult you could be you know in your career you could be whatever they just want to bring different people around and say okay are y'all gonna fight are y'all gonna get along but in this it's like these kids are saying and I say kids but you know young adults these young adults are saying I've never lived on my own before. So that's why I'm going to Austin. I want to start my life here or, you know, start my life away from my family. And so that's why I'm moving to Austin. I am having career issues. So they're using Austin as a helm or like an incubator for who they're going to be. And that was never the premise of the real world. So I'm thinking that's what's going to separate this and uh, set it apart. Chappelle, let's break down the cast of uh, the 20-somethings Austin. Uh, We have uh, eight people. It is going to be four men and four women. The women, they live in their own house. The men, they live in their own house. But then, uh, as as you mentioned, that they have like a courtyard that connects them. Yeah. And this is new, too. I I don't think I've ever seen the real world give people that much space. I mean, uh, it looks like they have their own bedrooms, whereas the real world, it's two or three people to a room and there's like a curtain separating you from the next room. Uh, It's a lot more about actually living in the same space, whereas I think the star of this show is really going to be Austin itself. Yes. Um, So, yeah. So it's a little bit different than what we're used to. So, Chappelle. Let's talk about the cast in order of uh, meeting them. And uh, some of the people we get, we have a lot to talk about. Others uh, had more of sort of like purple edits in the first episode. 
And speaking of purple, you cannot talk about purple edits without talking about Natalie. Natalie. Um, Natalie is our first uh, appearance. Uh, You know, she's our first castmate, housemate, house roommate. I don't Mm -hmm. know. But she's number one. Um, Natalie, who basically says she's never been kissed. She grew up in a strict household. She's never had a boyfriend. And she's going to use Austin to try to find herself and to change that one date at a time. Um, She seems like fun. But we only yeah. see her for three seconds. We see her for three seconds. Uh, she seems like uh, she would like to date and have a relationship. But uh, of uh, the many different potential romantic couplings in the house, uh, none of them are pointed at her. Not currently. Yeah. And, uh, of course, we're going to hear about her insecurities with that as well. Mm-hmm. She's more full figured than a couple of the other uh, castmates and her and uh, another castmate. They're going to talk about that a little bit about mm-hmm. uh, how there's some insecurities with that. But it seems like she wants to come into her into her own, embrace her own beauty, and maybe find someone here in this new atmosphere. And so I'm rooting for Natalie, but I think we're going to lean into that storyline a little bit moving forward, just not on this episode. Okay. Uh, the second person that shows up is uh, Raquel. She goes by Roxy. Yes, Raquel, who... I think is going to be a very like uh, important person in this series. I think we're going to see a lot of Raquel. Uh, I think she, she works in tech and um, that's all we get in the beginning. Like, you know, she works in tech and she's moving to Austin to, to start her career because Austin is a big yeah. tech uh, industry place. Like that's where they go these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um, Austin really blew up with the uh, South by Southwest. Is that is that fair to say, or is it more that there was already a lot of tech stuff there, and that's why they had the South by Southwest there? Uh, it's probably a mixture of both. Because being from here, South by Southwest used to be more, and, and I guess that's my criticism with Austin in general, right? It used to be very much like, this is localized, this is very like important to the community, but now it's a little, little bit contrived, mm-hmm. little, you know, it's, it's, it's jumped the shark a little bit. It's so commercial. Um, you know, not that I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's so commercial. I could never go there. It's like, I'm just not paying for that. But yeah, maybe South by Southwest is helping the city blossom. Um, but it's been a thing forever. And, you know, I think now that it has the attention that it has, it's going to keep attracting people, um, like Raquel to the city. It's like never ending, right? What South by? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it goes on for months. In, no, 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 no. It's it's in March, I want to say. Um, and then it goes away, and then the next March it comes back. But it's well, it's just like a conference uh, and festivals about tech and film and music. I, I'm only going for music. Like I want to see the performers and stuff like that. But it was a lot easier to do that when the tickets weren't sky high, mm-hmm. and you know you didn't have to compete with all the resellers and all this stuff. It, it takes the fun out of it. Um, Austin never had that appeal, like this big commercial push until recently. And so it's it's taking a long time for people to kind of come to terms with that this is the new South by Southwest. Do you think that they will have South by Southwest during 20 somethings Austin? Oh, I didn't even honestly when I don't even know when this was filmed. Yeah. Um, do you do you think it was filmed um, last week? I, like like, uh, I, I never know what month it is. Like, okay, so it's December <laughs> now. Um, mm-hmm. I, I suspect uh, think they had this in the can for like the whole year. I doubt it, right? Um, it looked nice. You, it looked like uh, like springy. Yeah, it did. 
And oh, and no, you know what? Uh, one of the characters did say that the weather was kicking their butt. So maybe, maybe it was spring. Maybe it was summer. It does mm-hmm. get pretty hot here in Texas. Um, but I think it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't have South by Southwest in the middle of all of this. Yeah. Don't okay. you think? So uh, it would be a missed opportunity, but uh, Sam Moore is behind the scenes and he says the opening said it was filmed in fall of 2021. Yeah. Uh, you know what? You're right. It did say that. And so because of that, yeah, I think they're going to miss out on an opportunity here because that means this filmed in the last three or four months. And if that's the case, then South by Southwest had not happened yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it had, it had happened. Yeah, it had happened. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's around the, the corner one, from yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And they missed it. That's a missed opportunity. It's probably really, really hard to film something like this for mm-hmm. South by Southwest because it's going to get very convoluted. They're not going to have... Like they would have to make a whole storyline surrounding the event, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to seeing how these people live their normal life and the event is going on at the same time. The event will take over the show. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Bruce. Uh, are there a lot of young Bruce's? Mm, I don't think so. I think this uh, is the youngest Bruce in the world. Uh, he might be. I mean, he says Bruce like the shark. Um, that being a Finding Nemo reference. Um I, that's all I got. Yeah, I, I don't know any young Bruce's, but he seems to be the youngest one at 23 years old. Um, mm-hmm. He's the type of person you see the cast on these shows. You know, he's, he's a pretty, uh, pretty white boy who plays baseball. Um, he wants to play baseball professionally one day, and he's looking for love. You know, like well, they is all he are. In the, he is he in the party? minor leagues? No, it's just one of his goals. You know, he, oh, well, if you're 23 to, and your goal he, is to play professional baseball and you're not no. on a minor league team, I'm sorry. Unless you're I, like uh, Tim <laughs> Tebow couldn't make it work, Bruce. I misspoke. I think he wants to work with a baseball team one day. Maybe do, he wants to be like what? a trainer. I don't know. Maybe he wants to be a trainer or something like that. I think, look, the kid seems like he has a good head on his shoulders. If he wants to do it, I, okay. Austin is the place to jump off in that track. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Bruce has a website. It's called the Bruce is lose uh, dot com. Uh Uh-huh. Have you been to this website? I'm on it right now. Okay. And how is that? Well, first of all, the the Bruce is lose L O O Z E. Is that Gen Z slang Chappelle? I would not know. (laughs) It's not. That's his uh, Twitter handle for sure. Um, Maybe it's just his brand. He's on TikTok. The Bruce is lose. Yeah, a lot of these people Hold are on, a second. Uh, on the socials. Hold on a second. This What's wrong? could this be correct? What lose? No, okay. Uh, I'm that okay. So I'm on the bruceislose.com. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. I clicked on Bruce's Twitter. Okay. Okay. How many how many Twitter followers does Bruce have? Uh, I don't know. Like um, a thousand. No. Lower? 43. 43? Yeah. Okay. How about this? How about we just track to see if this helps their social media presence blow up? Because Gen Zers aren't yeah. the biggest in TikTok. I mean, in uh, Twitter, they're more of TikTokers. But what does this TikTok look like? What does this TikTok I, I, look I, like? Uh, yeah, also, I highly yeah. doubt that... It, his TikTok isn't popping if he is uh, on this television show. Um, and I think and he, if it he seems like he has a catchphrase, which is let's go with like a hang loose type thing. Lose, hang loose. Hang loose. Is that what hang he loose. says? That is his thing. Yeah. 
Hang- uh, I mean, you said lose. The Bruce is lose. Does he have a t- does, okay, the TikTok. Okay, I'll click on TikTok. It's- TikTok. Uh, has- he has 1,340 followers on the TikTok. See, that's a little bit stronger. He probably just created it recently yeah. because of the show. Um, you know, so I think the Bruce is lose. Bruce is going to uh he's gonna pop one day. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Twitter's probably not the medium yeah. that he's gonna do it. He has a bio on his website. Bruce Stevenson is a native of Greenville, South Carolina, who lives by the motto, Let's go. Okay. Let's we should have done the whole season and then we could have done a counter of how many times he says let's go. <laughs> he's passionate about everything from sports to li- and live theater to beer and ice cream. While Bruce is a full-time home and auto insurance salesman, if uh, in his free time he enjoys uh, adventuring outdoors, uh, working out in the gym with friends, and he's always down to catch a sports game or check out the best restaurants he can find. Let's go! Hey, all right, Bruce. Okay. It sounds like that sounds like a dating app, like a also, bio. Like I've never seen a website. He has his uh, measurements. Uh, his measurements of what, Rob? Everything. Uh, everything. Just about, Rob, yeah. Get off the website. No, get yeah. off the website. <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm so interested in the Bruce's Lose. Are you interested in his measurements? I've Rob, never seen please. a website with measurements. I, okay. Should I have well, that probably, page on robhasawebsite.com? You should have that on incognito mode at the at the and, worst, and, what, you know, and then like, he's got like a bunch of like prompts. What, Rob, what is this? Yeah. Am, I, am, I, am I on hinge right now? I told you, it feels like a dating. Uh, Who are like, some of your uh, favorite profile? actors? Why am I getting this an interview? Bruce probably is a model of sorts, right? So mm-hmm. he's like letting the people know, like, this is what you can expect when you get Bruce. Um, so you need to know his measurements. Um, the the guess, most guess, of his guess, measurements. Chappelle, guess his ankle. His ankle? Ankle. You want me to guess how? Yeah. Are you talking about length or girth? I, th- I think it's probably circumference. Yeah, girth, I guess. I, I I mean uh, he does he has a girthy ankle. What's a what's a big ankle like? What, what's a, what are the ankle ranges? You know like how what are, no what was too big? Yeah, <laughs> nine and a half. <laughs> ah, Rob, what? It's nine Is and that and a half. your guess? That's oh, a, I'm, telling, I'm on that. the website. Bruce. Okay, Bruce. Yeah. All right. Cool. The Bruce, right, Bruce. is lose. Yeah, it lose. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I'm seeing Bruce has some charity work. Apparently, he's been living with epilepsy. Yeah, he has. A, they didn't come up in the episode, right? Uh, I just did a quick Google right no, now. I'm on the website. The I see it on, on the website also. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. It seems like uh, Bruce wants to work in the uh, in the field of um, helping people. You know deal with uh, epilepsy the epilepsy foundation uh is promoted as well you can make donations there so i think that's pretty dope you you know uh, if you have something that you're living with that you're struggling with or you know a condition and you want to help other people i i think that's a positive uh now i'm rooting for bruce i I didn't have any strong feelings about anybody on this cast but bruce is one of my favorites now okay all right uh let's talk about abby who uh i think is probably emerging as uh one of these stars of the show Oh yeah, like Austin is the number one star, and then Abby is number two with a bullet. Like mm-hmm. Abby is, she. I think Abby knows that she's good TV, and yeah. I think the rest of them don't know that. I think that she she already like when she walks in the room, she knows all eyes are going to be on her, and if they're not, she knows how to get them on her. She knows, um, and she doesn't yeah. want the eyes to be on any, on anybody else. 
Oh no, we will see that throughout this episode that Abby does not like when other people are getting attention that no. she is not getting that she feels like she deserves. But I think that's the best type of reality TV character. Like, I yeah. don't want you to be a villain necessarily, but I do want you to own, you know, the camera time. If we're going to put you on, on the TV screen, you got to make the best of it because there's eight of you in the house and you could get the purple edit like Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Abby is a big star. She is. She's recently divorced. Um, and I don't remember her exact age, but like to be divorced at yeah, to be divorced at 26, I mean she got married very young. She mm-hmm. also does not recommend that for other people who are listening no. to this who are considering getting married very young. Um, but yeah, I think she lives in Houston currently. So this isn't even that big of a jump for her to get to um to Austin. Like it's like an hour and hour and a half drive or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um so and yeah. she has a big scene here. in the episode uh, where uh, she uh, ends up uh, talking about how she is uh, bisexual and uh, that that is, uh, you know, dealt with uh, very well on the show that she's talking about uh, how, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, not easy to come out and talk about that. And uh, she does it. And uh, it's definitely an interesting plot point in the show. She well, ends yeah, the shows. And- uh, Austin, hide your sons, hide your daughters. Yep. Abby's here. Uh, Abby is here to take Austin by storm. Um, yeah, I do have opinions about that scene when she, uh, you know, revealed that she was bisexual. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk about it when it comes up. But yeah, Abby definitely wants the attention on her at, at mm-hmm. different points. And in that scene, she definitely stole the show. If From you will. Keanu. I guess we know about Keanu next. Keanu. Yeah. Yeah. Keanu, who Keanu. Was, uh, oh, Keanu. Yeah, Keanu. Keanu. Kiki. Kiki. Keeks. Uh, yeah, Keeks. yeah, Keanu. And he was telling the group about how that it's hard for him because he's gay. And that's when Abby, uh, uh, you know, said that she could identify with that because she's also bisexual. And uh, he was very funny uh, that I, I loved it when in the opening scene that we saw, he's calling his mom and his mom says, uh, like, uh, uh, Keanu, uh, what do you want? I'm in the bathroom at Walmart. <laughs> and he's like mom i'm so happy i'm about to move in like you you can see the joy all over his face that does not slow him down at yeah. all like mama mom is in the bathroom at walmart and That's he's like, like oh yeah, but listen. I, I will call you back yeah like i don't have time to call you back because we're filming you have to have mm-hmm. this conversation with me right now yeah that moment where uh keanu is telling the rest of the cast that you know he's like uh, he's gay and that he's moved from uh, Arkansas. He's saying he's moving to Austin to be in a place that's a little bit more accepting and he can live, you know, be, be live his actual truth and uh, be his authentic self. And that's why I said I had opinions about that moment because Abby just completely steps all over it. <laughs> She's like, he's like, yeah, I just, I, I have this really hard thing. I like, to, I, I've been wondering how to talk about, and I don't want to make this all about me, but you know, I'm gay and I've never, she's like, Oh my God, me too. Like I am bisexual and I've been dying to tell somebody, thank you so much. And, uh, although, uh, I understand that she was like, you know, she's been itching to have that moment. Um, she did kind of walk all over his mm-hmm. moment on accident, but she and was she aware of it. it. Yeah. Yeah, she was aware of it, but I did think that was very funny because in, in seasons like shows like The Real World, I remember in those early seasons, it was always like, oh, there's a gay person in the house. Oh, my God. Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to think? What are they going to do? Are they going to they gonna look at me like, oh, my God, someone has a they have HIV. Oh, my God. What if they touch something? You know, like that was the plot points from the, the early 90s. And this has changed a lot. So it's very refreshing to see Keanu and Abby in this uh, in this scene or in this show, you know, living their best lives. Okay. Uh, we also have Isha. Uh, Isha comes from Irvine. Uh, Isha showed up with uh, about four more suitcases than anybody else uh, who shows up at the house. 
Now, Isha knows the game. Like, you got to bring your clothes. You can't just, this is this is Austin, and you're probably going to be going out a lot. You're going to be on television. You got to prep for that kind of stuff. I was fascinated by the people on Big Brother who, like, I feel like, wear the same clothes all the time. I would be so self-conscious mm-hmm. about the clothes wear on tv because you know people gonna take pictures of you screenshots all the stuff you don't want to be seen wearing the same radio hoodie so yeah isha showed up with all her clothes she's a triple air sign so she's always in her head mm-hmm. she seems very very intelligent uh but she is hilarious like i think she is the the comedy of the of the uh series um okay why do you feel like that she is uh so hilarious she gets miami and maine confused because they both start with the letter m rob mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't think anybody's ever got Miami and Maine confused for any reason ever. But mm-hmm. she's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're the same, right? Yeah. Miami, Maine. Yeah, yeah. They both start with M. And she says things like that throughout the episode. Uh, she's going to be uh, like our treasure chest of one-liners. And I'm excited for her. Yeah, she is going to have a uh, flirtation, maybe more with Bruce. Well, maybe. Or maybe with Abby. Right. Maybe, like uh, maybe, yeah, well, uh, maybe we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see. Abby might be uh, yeah, preoccupied. I, I, yeah. I I don't know, but it it seems like uh Abby is open to it and we don't know if Isha is as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh next we're going to meet uh Michael. Uh Michael shows up. Michael is a <laughs> uh stand-up comedian, although we don't really get to see any of his <laughs> jokes from his act. Uh he is a 23-year-old from los angeles and uh that you know that i have uh, been calling him internally uh young stephen fishback baby steven baby steven (laughs) (laughs) yes um michael says he's a comedian uh i believe he's 23 years old he does not look 23 year old to me like he michael looks like he could be older than me um Mm -hmm. Not to say that that's a bad thing, but like when he said he was 23, I was like, oh, okay, that's younger than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I believe he's moving to Austin to pursue his stand up career. And I didn't know Austin was the place to do that kind of thing. Yeah, you know, know, that's what they always tell you in comedy. Like, uh, no, get out of Los Angeles, get to Austin. <laughs> if you yeah, want to make it in comedy, LA. like, uh, get out of LA. Out. Don't know why that was the choice he made. Well, I think that know, he, the Netflix TV show was in Austin. Right. Yeah. It was like, if I can get my comedy on Netflix, then screw LA. Mm-hmm. Like they'll see it in LA too. So not a bad mm-hmm. decision. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, Michael is a fun character and we'll see that he has uh, some interactions. Biggest with- plot line of episode one. Yeah, yeah. Michael has some interactions with Raquel early in the episode, but then later on he meets uh Laura and um they hit it off. And so yes. I'm eager to see Big what's up with Michael. For Michael in episode one. He's heavy on the dating apps. Yes. Uh, and yeah, and we're gonna see Michael have some good moments. Yeah. Episode, and we might see some things pan out for him later on uh in the future, dealing with Laura or other women as well. Okay. Uh, and then uh, the last person to enter the house is Kamari. Kamari is a 23-year-old uh, and uh, is a model. Yes, Jacob Jones. Is, I'm sorry. Kamari enters the house at 23 years old, and he is a model. And I that's all we really understand about him. Like He wants to join a modeling agency at some point. He looks the part, so I'm mm-hmm. sure it'll work out for him. Uh, but yeah, he was giving me Jacob Jones vibes <laughs> the entire time. 
Jacob Jones, for the people who are not familiar, is a, a podcaster on the Rob Has a Podcast Network who is a model from Austin who mm-hmm. is uh, now moving to New York. So he's doing the opposite of Kamari. Yes. Okay. Did he uh, switch uh, spots with Kamari? It's like, uh, was Kamari, uh, was he in New York City? No, he was actually in North Carolina. Oh, Greensboro. So he's, uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's not uh not too far, but yeah, they both are making transitions in their life. I think Jacob actually has his own, like it's a part of an agency, whereas mm-hmm. Kamari's just trying to get a part of one. So maybe they know each other. We'll have to check in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and so uh, that's the group. Um, guy's house, lady's house. Uh, do you like the new setup, Chappelle? It is interesting. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it. Like I'm sure for you know for their comfort level then yeah and if there's not going to be a lot of talk about the interaction inside the house which i do suspect that the show mm-hmm. is going to be taking place outside of the house a lot more then yeah i don't mind it because like i said in the real world it's more like how do you live with these people as your roommates and this show is more about like how are you living your life in austin you just happen to have mm-hmm. seven roommates Chappelle, what do you think or of the houses uh here that the 20 somethings are going to live in fine when they came in the house they were like oh look at the nice texas mm-hmm. vibe and i'm like what's a texas vibe i'm as a texan i don't know what that mm-hmm. means but there are moments where i see things that are probably texan-esque you know and that i just don't realize it because i've been here my whole life so there's like the big star on the back of the walls like y'all don't have that in in new york north mm-hmm. carolina y'all don't have yeah. random big ass stars on the wall um there's cacti outside yeah. again Things that I think are just normal that are probably Texas specific in a way, um, or at least Southwest specific. So I, I didn't hate it. it didn't, nothing stood out for me. I remember like watching the real world and the house that they would live in in the in the real world was sort of like this like wish fulfillment of like you wanted to go be on the real world because they would live in like the coolest house like ever uh, assembled. They always had like. Like all these like amazing decorations and like a pool table and like all sorts of mm-hmm. cool stuff. Like these houses, like they were like they were fine. If it was your apartment, you would be like, okay, cool. But it just seemed a little bit like uh not super exciting in terms of like a destination. Yeah, it was very Airbnb. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, like a nice Airbnb, but it wasn't like uh, oh my god. Like I, w- I wish I could like be on twenty somethings colon Portland so I could live in the house. No, that's a good point. Um, you know, as the real world historian on the podcast, I can mm-hmm. say that I I remember that was one of the draws that I had to watching the real world was the houses were always so immaculate. You know, um, I I thinking about even like the real world London. Um, no, I'm sorry. The real world Paris, they lived in a castle. Yeah. Um, and the real world Las Vegas, they lived in the Palms casino mm-hmm. at the top in a penthouse. Um, I think they lived in, um, in New Orleans. They had like this, like very like bourbon street like a like, mansion. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mardi Gras mansion. I tried to stay in that mansion, by the way, one time as an Airbnb. Uh, they, they, it was very expensive. Um, but, um, it, it was actually booked. I was still going to do it, but it was actually booked for the, uh, for that weekend. We got, you have a group? Mansion. Of course, I'm yeah. Rob. Please, <laughs> they paid for it, and I pretended like I paid for it. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, we're split. We'll split it ten ways." And I was like, "Okay, well, it's two hundred fifty dollars a person." And I was like, "Really? How much did you pay? Yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. That's what I paid." Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so we we ended up staying at an adjacent mansion. But yeah, I remember vividly the real world Hawaii house. That was like the first one where like it got scandalous, and they had like the volcano in the pool. So you're probably right. 
But I, I don't think this is going to be home centric. At least it doesn't seem like it for the first episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, everybody comes in, everybody hangs out. Um, they split up into two groups. Uh, one group is going to get the pool ready. The other group is going to go to the grocery store. Yeah. And before this, they tell everybody like, well, they tell us like, look, they have a confessional camera where yeah. they can go in. It's like they're explaining reality TV to the Gen Zers like they've never seen it before. Well, maybe um, to the like, generation. I mean, the, how, when was the last season of the real world? Maybe if you're Gen Z, if you're if you're if you're 20 years old, maybe you're not super familiar with this format. It's one of those things where they stepped away from it long enough to where they're thinking, OK, well, maybe it's like maybe it's like um, it's it's regained its popularity or, you know, like it's it's kind of like um uh, like like the hipster thing to do, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. man, it's it's so rustic, you know, I'm like, you know, I don't know, old. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, like bring back confessional cameras and things of that nature. And so maybe that's what it is. But they talk about it and they show them all like getting used to being on their own and having this camera that they can vent to. I'm really hoping these kids are familiar with reality TV because the confessional camera will get you into some trouble if you're speaking your mind and, and speaking freely. Yeah, there's always like the time like where um, like somebody like comes home with like a rando from the bar and then they are mm-hmm. like they're like some producers like, hey, go in confessional with them. Yeah, if you go into confessional, like it'll be super like you get privacy in the mm-hmm. confessional room. These people seem to have their own bedrooms. Like I don't think yeah. I saw. Well, I, yeah, I, I, this is a show all about people hooking up. So I mean, basically, like this is like uh, too hot to handle. Uh, except you're allowed, and and they want you to hook up. <laughs> no, this is about exploring careers, Rob. Please, no, it's about exploring um, each other. I think <laughs> that can be a career. Mm-hmm. Um, but half of half of the group ends up going to, to do, go get the groceries. And then we see the group that stays behind with the pool. They're having a race to see who can blow up the inflatable fast enough. And this is right up Abby's alley. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She's, she's using this time to flirt with Isha. She's yes. She has a uh, incredible flirting superpower. Abby. Yes. So she's flirting with Isha about uh, sucking and blowing on the, um, on the inflatable Mm -hmm. and Raquel is at the grocery store trying to fill a spark with Michael. Right. So this was interesting. So Roxy has a thing Mm -hmm. for Michael, which uh, was, was wild. Well, yeah, it just, it came out of nowhere, but it seems like he has a thing for her too. He seems like her. He seems like her too. I thought this might be a match made in heaven. They both seem to be into each other. Michael does. It could be. We'll see. Um, but Michael does seem to have an issue with um, trying to figure out, I guess, how to show affection. He's kind of awkward in that way where he's like, I can't tell if she likes me. I'm not picking up on any vibes. And she's saying, like, I'm throwing all the vibes at him. I don't know why he can't pick it up. Um, but the two seem to be hitting it off. So I thought that this might be our power couple of the season. Okay, Chappelle, this is my question about Michael. Okay. Michael, who... um really throughout the most part of the, you know, throughout the episode doesn't really say anything funny. He's a comedian. Doesn't really tell any jokes. Is, yeah. is his whole character a bit? Oh man. You know, I honestly, is he actually that not too. that funny or is he actually like a brilliant comedian? I had that, th- that thought as well, because he doesn't really tell jokes at any point. But he's using it to get women. Yes. Um, that bit, if if that's a bit, 
the only people who are ever laughing at him throughout this episode are the women that are into him. They are dying laughing at everything coming out of his yeah. mouth. And I'm like, he hasn't said anything. Because so, this, the, this big, is him. the big storyline this episode, Michael is going to go on Tinder and match with a 51-year-old woman and, go, mm-hmm. and, and take her on a date. And he seems to be talking about this unironically throughout the show. And the question I have is that was this all a bit from Michael? Well, how so? Was just like the like, like, hey, I'm 23 years old. I am an aspiring comedian. It would be hilarious. So funny. Uh, if mm-hmm. I went, went on this Netflix show and my story was I was going and I, I matched on Tinder with a 51 year old woman and took her out on a date. Like that's that like basically is he coming in and saying like I am going to do just uh, a bunch of material because I I am going to get the screen time. Oh, well, honestly, that's probably not a bad plan. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you think about it, the camera is on Michael now and so now everything he says and does is going to be looked at by the world. Everybody who watches the show, whereas there's some people on the show who don't really establish their personality in the first ep- episode, we know that Michael is a character um but just based off of this one thing that he does. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think it's a bad idea. I do question how long it takes for a 20 something to get on a dating app and match with somebody in Austin on their first day. Like they have not, they have not been there. I think they slept one night. So it's probably Mm -hmm. been about, about 17 hours since they arrived at the house. He had already had that date lined up. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm impressed with his, uh, you know, his ability to kind of uh, establish that so quickly. Uh, but he seems so awkward about it. He's like, I don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know, like, if she's gonna like me and all this stuff. Like, sir, you signed up for this. You know, uh, you were on the right. date. It just seems you- so out of place that he's a guy who you get the sense does not date a lot. And on the first day of the Netflix show, he has a a date and a date with a person who you would not think is he. It like, uh, I, I think you set your criteria. Of like what you're looking for. Did he have like no, no like a uh, very open ended age range? Eighteen to ninety nine. Eighteen you know? to ninety nine. <laughs> Anybody yeah. that wanted to swipe right, he was he would take on the date. Yeah, Rob, he's stealing your bit. This was your thing. I remember back in the days of Survivor of the Amazon and mm-hmm. you were, oh, I, I can't get a date, blah, blah, blah. Before the, before the show aired, Rob was almost wifed up. You, uh, Nicole, had made you an honest gentleman of yourself. That's that. That is true. That is, mm-hmm. uh, that, that is true. No, uh, so I, Rob, I, yeah, you tell us. <laughs> I, I wasn't, da- I wasn't dating Nicole cause it was hilarious. Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm just saying, Rob, that yeah, was your bit. You leaned into it. Like, oh my gosh, now that I'm here, like what if somebody, what if Jen right, and okay, but, so then, but I can identify <laughs> with, uh, with, with Michael in some way, if he's a guy who's having trouble getting dates, but if I was not on TV, I'm not sure necessarily if I would have answered a personal ad of a woman who was 51 <laughs> when I was 23. If you were 23 and Nicole was 51, would you have answered the ad? Chappelle, I'm not sure I'm going to take her calls when she's 51 in real life. <laughs> she will never hear this, so I think you're okay. But, <laughs> but watch it. <laughs> the, the listeners will snitch on you. <laughs> it's a May-December romance, if mm. you will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. all right, so uh, they, they go to the grocery store. Who's paying for the groceries, Chappelle? 
they didn't establish that at all. They didn't tell us if they got them an allowance, if there's some, I mean, none of them seem to have jobs yet. They just moved mm-hmm. in. I just, mm-hmm. Rob, you're asking the hard hitting yeah. questions because I have no clue. Yeah, I, I think they're buying whatever they want. Like, uh, you know, I think uh, Netflix uh, has this. Yeah, yeah, put it on the uh, Netflix's account. Um, yeah, yeah, that's mm, yeah, Ted that's something. interesting. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and that's when Ishida reveals that she eats meat, but only vegan meat. Mm-hmm. So animal products, but the vegan version is what she says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> thought that was so funny. Okay, uh, so Michael and Roxy, there's some flirtation there. Okay, um. We see uh uh Keanu 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 Kiki Kiki yeah uh that he bonds with Natalie over hey like everybody else is hot here uh except for us yeah see that's how I bond with people I mm-hmm. find the normal person in the room I'm like hey yeah. you we're nor- like, we're the normies we're, we're yeah we're normal like these people are about to go get another a spinoff after this so this is all we have <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so. Uh, but 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 don't worry. The audience is identifying with us, right? Well, we're of the people. Trust <laughs> the me people. on this one. Yeah, yeah. They know what they're doing, and and I like it too because um, Natalie. That's when she says, like, you know, like I don't feel like the most attractive when I'm around them, but maybe I am. Maybe right? I am. Maybe I am the most attractive, and I just need to own it and you know embrace mm-hmm. that part of me. And I'm rooting for her because like that that just sucks to feel like oh like oh my gosh, everybody around me is pretty. Um, like you got it, Natalie. Stop it. Stop it. Chappelle, there's another couple coming together. Abby is getting major vibes from Kamari. Yes. So Isha and Abby are talking. And I Mm -hmm. think Abby is flirting with Isha. But she feels like she's getting major vibes from Kamari. And I love how Abby throughout the episode just keeps saying, you know, Isha and Kamari keep talking, but I'm just not. I don't think that I'm not feeling them together. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. And she says, then Isha says, well, Isha and Bruce are talking. I'm sorry. Abby says, Isha and Bruce are talking. And I just don't think they vibe together. I'm like, Abby, who do you think vibes with Isha? Because it seems like you're the only one who mm-hmm. you allow to vibe with Isha in these moments. Yeah. But yeah, there's going to be a spark here with them and Kamari. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's going to come up uh, a lot more later. We're going to close the episode. Uh, very strong vibes on Kamari <laughs> and Abby and then uh, Bruce and Isha that they're gonna really uh, start to we have like three pair of the eight people three couples potentially Uh, potentially potentially I think there are probably more so I think in Abby's mind it's Abby and Isha Um, it's Isha and Kamari it's Isha and Bruce it's Abby and Kamari and then it was Raquel and Michael but the um the uh, date Laura yeah. might have yeah. something to say about yeah. that later on. Okay. So Roxy is going to confide in Natalie about Michael. And she says, I just, I don't understand. Why is he awkward with me? I feel like, uh, like I like him. And uh, it's just like, there's some, something is off. Natalie mm-hmm. says, maybe he has a small penis. That could be hey, it. I'm- that that could be it. That's what she says. Uh, Michael does not have his measurements on his website. He does not. I mean, he I, does I, not. Actually, I haven't been on his website. I don't. I wouldn't look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be a hilarious one. website. You think so? You think it'd be part of the bit? 
Yeah, I think it'd be part of the bit if you if you had like a website. It was like you said, like all your like uh, measurements and then also penis size. Like, I think that that would be pretty hilarious. I mean, it's only hilarious if it's like you know not not like uh, serious. Right, because if you have a website and you're like, "No, look at my big, huge member," you're like, "Okay, creep." Yeah, I, yeah, that's probably <laughs> probably a website I don't, don't want to explore. I, I don't. I'm not sure. Like, uh, I have to see in practice. Um, yeah, I mean, well, it's look, probably it's probably. I mean, it's. I don't know. I think Rob, it's, yeah, well, look, Rob, I don't have, to have a website. Yeah, I don't have a website, but I do know somebody who does have a website. So. Rob, if you could um, update your website, mm-hmm. then uh, maybe we'll see how hilarious it is. I don't think it would be hilarious if I did it. People would be mad <laughs> oh, if so I now, did that. Oh, uh, so now it's person yes. specific all of a sudden. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I think if some com- if somebody was a comedian and they had that as mm-hmm. their website. Okay, Rob. Mm-hmm. www.robhaswebsite.com. Just mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Michael's on Cameo. <laughs> uh, already? Yeah. Jeez, I mean, do they sign them up from it while they're filming? Like, like, okay, meet me on Cameo. That's probably how you got the date. He probably was on it months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay, uh, Chappelle, uh, a cameo from Michael Fractor, uh, more or less than a cameo from uh, Lori Beth Denberg. It's got to be more. Lori Beth has been lowballing us, um, so Michael's probably fifty dollars. No, uh, nineteen dollars. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's see. I but like do you that, think Michael. he's done one? No. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. But I don't he think will he's done one. I, I think if you that if you do uh, Michael's cameo, I think you will be his first. If you uh, you, could, you could take his cameo virginity. Oh. Okay, I'm probably not old enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. I'm probably not old enough to do that. You want to hear what Michael um, says on cameo? Yeah. Okay, here, let me say. Here, here we go. From 20-somethings Austin. I'm on Cameo now. So book me. What do you have? A graduation, funeral, birthday? I'll say it all. And by the way, it's Michael from 20-somethings Austin. Book me. It's going to be a lot of fun. A whole lot of fun. Okay, bye. There you go. We could have probably got Michael for the podcast. He would have been a great guy. for the podcast. Yeah. Might yeah, I think so. Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I, yeah. I don't think. So. I think now is probably prime time to start getting on these interviews because these yeah. people are going to be mega stars soon. All right. So then we cut from. I thought this was very uh, uh, sneaky editing from Netflix. Where okay, mm-hmm. so Roxy uh, and Natalie are talking. Natalie says, "Well, maybe he's uh, just being. He's just uh, standoffish because he has a small penis." And so Michael is in, talking with the guys, and then. Uh, they had like that, like, what do you, what do you call that thing? Like a pinhead thing of like a thing that you have on your desk that you like push into your face and it'll like make a mold of your face. And, uh, then he talked about like, Oh, imagine if I, uh, put my penis into this and it would look like this. And he had like, uh, like the, like a tiny little outline. Uh, And I was like, maybe, Hey, maybe there's where there's smoke, there's fire. (laughs) She said, you some, some, uh, Small penis energy is what you're saying. The SPE. Um, yes. SPE. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe. Again, that's funnier than him being like, oh, yeah, if I put my dick on this, it wouldn't even fit. <laughs> you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, Michael, like, cut it out. So, yeah. Cut it, it, it out. Be, 
Yeah, he's part of the joke here. I, I, see, he's funny. Mm-hmm. He's just like, that was just the funniest thing no he jokes. said on the episode. Yeah, that was the funniest thing. He just, yeah, he just hasn't done any jokes, but I'm sure we'll get a piece of his stand-up before the end of the season. Yes, okay. Um, and this is when he reveals to the guys that he has a Tinder date and she's 51 and everybody is like, oh my God, you're you're joking. He's like, yeah, no. They, they think he's being funny. Yeah. I, look, I understand. <laughs> Sometimes I tell people I'm going on a date and they're like, you're joking. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it, Chappelle. Stop it. Stop it. Look at you. Stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. You're um, unique. <laughs> and then everybody's like, get the phone out. We want to see for real. Yeah. And then you have to, you have to whip it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and, and, they, and, and everybody sees Laura and she's, it's for real. Yeah. They were impressed. They said, oh, shoot. It's a 51 year old woman. What does she want with you, Michael? And I have to wonder the same. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, Laura, Laura, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Chappelle, are you surprised that Laura, the 51-year-old woman that we will meet, uh, signed the waiver uh, to use her likeness on this show? <laughs> surprised? Yeah, I'd probably say I'm surprised. Uh, that is definitely a choice. Like, you go date a 23-year-old on TV, you, yeah. and you're 51. Like, you definitely... You about that life. I'll put it like that. You about that life. I mean, um, what do you think that is Laura telling all her friends like, hey, check out a uh, new show. 20 something that wants to see me date a 23 year old. Check this out. Check this out. Does you want to see how much game I have? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm dating 23 year olds. Right. And then she's seeing him freak out because he's a child. He's just like, I don't know. She's a professional. She has a real life. Yeah. She's a grown woman. What do I do? And, and she's her adult like, children up. are like, mom, that's gross. <laughs> yeah, she does have kids. Oh gosh, Laura, what are you doing? Right, look, date who you want to date, but but it's TV, Laura. Come on, man, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Laura might be here for some screen time too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now, do I need to get on Tinder? Is the question. Laura, Laura, she was a handsome lady. I mean, I just say Laura. I, like when they talk about like uh, that, she was going to be fifty-one. Like uh, you know, I thought she looked good. Yeah, uh, Nancy Reagan esque in a way, like a very <laughs> Nancy handsome lady. Yeah, handsome lady. Just say no, Michael. <laughs> Please, Michael, we'll love, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just mm-hmm. before uh, the tweets come in and say, uh, "Boy, you guys were really hard on the fifty-one-year-old lady who was uh, dating the twenty-three-year-old." Uh, let's just say for the record. Uh, we would not have been like if a 51 year old guy was dating uh, one of the 23 year old women like wow uh, what, like, what, what a stud <laughs> we, would, we actually would probably be dragging that man <laughs> which is which is unfair probably but at the same time nah we're not we're not hating on Laura I just think we're it's celebrating a choice. her honestly uh, Laura I ain't doing nothing I'm not 23 mm-hmm. but you know I give 23 year old energy sometimes call me mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> teach me about Reaganomics. It looks like. Uh, who do you think paid the check at the uh, date between uh, Michael and Laura? Oh, ooh, yeah, Netflix. Netflix, Netflix, Netflix. paid for that. I mean, just I, yeah. That this is why I feel like that was was there shenanigans here because like what is this conversation of like Michael answers like uh, i don't know what are they what are they on like bumble well what i think she hollered okay. at him so she hollers yeah. at him he says hey great i'm new in town i want to uh let let's go to on a date 
I am taping a Netflix reality special, so there will be cameras accompanying me on the date. Are you cool with that? Mm, yeah, you're right. Because at that point, it's like now, this is too weird. Right. If I'm 50, no, first of all, if I'm 51 and I'm for some reason hollering at a 23 year old, which is, uh, you know, whatever, um, I probably don't want it broadcasted on television. Either that uh, or, you, not, or, or you, or you uh, want to let everybody know. Right. So maybe, yeah, maybe that was in his bio. Like, mm-hmm. on future, like, uh, being filmed by a Netflix show right now, and Laura's like, bet. And she just swipes, like, yeah. like oh, looks, so a little clout. Mm-hmm. Um, because, Laura, to her credit, she was a little forward, or at least I got forward vibes from Laura because when they look at the menu, Rob, did you pick up on what she was talking about ordering? 69 scrimps. 69 Which scrimps. I don't think we ever found out what 69 scrimps was. <laughs> Listen, 69 scrimps was on, um, I think it was a euphemism, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't <laughs> really you don't know. think it was uh, going back to what uh, Roxy and Natalie were talking about, was it? I, I I was more talking about the number instead of the oh. uh, l- the, the length mm-hmm. <laughs> of said shrimp mm-hmm. or scrimps. Um, well, he said it. He was like, oh, "Do you think they're really small?" I was like, mm-hmm. "What is mm-hmm. happening here? Mm-hmm. What's happening here?" But then she said, "No, I think I'll just take the olive and nuts." And I was like, "Okay, Laura, l- lay off the okay. <laughs> Calm down, lady." Like Laura's like Abby. Like the camera comes on and she just lights up. She's like, "I'm here to play the game." <laughs> <laughs> um so uh well, well i guess we jumped ahead to the to the date um that uh <laughs> yeah laurel's what's your style of comedy and michael can't really tell her because i'm not sure he knows <laughs> either that or yes uh, my style of comedy is where i take 51 year old women on dates on netflix he like looks at the camera like mm-hmm. turns his head like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um yeah, you you would think that the date wasn't going too well because it seemed like they were on separate pages. Like it looked like Michael was still trying to wrap his mind around like, oh my gosh, an older woman. But Laura was like sixty nine, nuts. Let's let's talk about these things. Mm-hmm. And what the middle ground that they came on is that Michael decides to invite her to the live music concert that they're going to later well, on. Uh, you know, in, in fairness, and again, like I've never been in, uh, you know, uh, the the. the you know, the, on the 23 year old end of the 51 year old, uh, date with a woman. Um, but like, what the hell else are they talking about, Chappelle? Like, do they have anything else in common? Are you saying that Laura had an agenda here, Rob? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> she saw Michael and his full face, his full head of <laughs> facial hair and his new cameras set up and was mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. let me see what this is about mm-hmm. I, I i don't think they have much in common uh are we sure this wasn't um cougar life cougar life yeah she's pitching for her own netflix show uh <laughs> cougar life i was talking about the dating app rob oh she's like hey netflix is gonna green light anything i'm gonna get my own show after this if she plays her cards right she might mm-hmm. um yeah, she probably. Yeah, Cougar Life is probably where we could have found this swiping. He said Tinder, but not, or Hinge, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Right, I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, I think it's uh, Cougar D is that is the name of the app. Dot com. <laughs> it's just an app. 
Okay. I don't know if they have a okay. physical website. I might check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Cougar D. Uh, two is it one yeah. word? It's one word. Okay. Cougar. Oh, Cougar. <laughs> that's. I feel like that's a different connotation. Ah. Uh. <laughs> okay. Cougar. Okay. Net. I believe. Cougar. Not dot net. Okay. Yeah. Do you have to put your measurements on your app on Cougar? Uh, I will let you know in 17 minutes when I'm done creating a profile. Creating a profile. Okay. Yes. All right. So, speaking of apps, uh, mm-hmm. Bruce finds Isha on Hinge. Yeah. So, Bruce is upstairs. He's doing his swiping because, again, these people just got there, but they've already updated their profiles to let you know you know what they're looking for and what range and it seems like as uh someone says he might have put his range as to like <laughs> one mile 10 feet away yeah. you know <laughs> one mile is there any single women one mile away from me who might be looking um because he does find isha on the app now this was actually pretty funny to me uh because of what what are the odds right like you have to be swiping pretty hard to find a specific person that you're looking for mm-hmm. or that you live with uh, on one of these apps especially in austin because you have to imagine that there's tons of people on these apps in austin mm-hmm. yeah so mm-hmm. he was might have been swiping all day so I mean, Bruce swiping lose. the moment he got there bruce is lose <laughs> and uh isha says that you know he's hairless and hot and easy to talk to but she was shocked to see that he popped up on her end too because once he swiped you know she got the notification and she was downstairs i guess in the other house um laughing about it with the rest yeah. of the women so Chappelle. That this is, I guess, what's wild for me as somebody who's been out the game for this long. Uh, before apps, you prefer apps. Uh, BA, no, yeah, before apps. right, yeah. <laughs> so these people are in Austin for what fourteen hours at this point. They are yeah. in the midst of filming a brand new reality show and. A day doesn't go by where people aren't just, you know, swipe, 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 swipe. Is it just like brushing your teeth? Like how many, like how often, how, what percentage of your day is swiping the apps? I ain't on these apps. So I don't know. I don't know, but I know people, people swipe them. I, I, I think it's one of those mindless activities that you don't have to put a lot of thought into a lot of times because when you're swiping, a lot of times it's just based off of appearance. Mm-hmm. So you take, you eyeball it real quick. Nope, 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 nope. Kind of like tweeting. Sometimes yeah. you just say what you got to say. Did you get notifications down, but- like, oh, you have like uh, six new people that uh, want to date you. Yeah, if you get if you get a lot of likes, then I think that it notifies you. But I think um, for a lot of people, the reason why they're on that app is because the likes ain't just popping up like that. You know, they're getting a lot of like no goals as well. And so, uh-huh. um, you, you know, it goes probably you probably go an hour or so, maybe if you're, you know, not um, like the most like striking in photo before you uh, get before you get like a like. And then you also like if you're really paying attention. I mean, I could wait an hour, Chappelle. I mean, well, but then that's just that's just based off photo. But then because if you really look at the like if you're sitting down and you're really paying attention on the app, then you got to go through their bio. And there are some things you got to know about the apps, Rob, that you just can't be okay with. Like, for one, we know that if uh, a guy is holding a, a fish in his in his profile picture and any other pictures on the bio, you don't swipe right. Right. You got to go. Yeah, you don't do that because it's basic. Um, you know, um, 
You got to look for I a would red not, flag. I would not swipe right on the guy with the fish. I too would not either. Okay. Mm. Um, but then like, uh, there are other like, you know, little tales that you got to look for, um, keywords that you're looking for in the bios. It's a science, Rob. So a I key guess word. We, what, well, like what, what would your keyword be? Uh, my keyword, I, what red flags would I be avoiding in a bio? Oh, so red, it was flag, red flag words. Yeah. Like, oh, cool. I'm, I'm sure there's green flag words too. Like if you see somebody who's saying like just looking for a good time, like that's immediately like you, yeah, yes, 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 that person, that person for you. Well, I don't know. Depends on who you are. For me, yeah, that person's for me. We're just looking mm-hmm. to have fun. Let's do it. But if you like just got out of a relationship of thirteen years, no. looking to settle down, like no, 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 <laughs> absolutely not. So when you want to sit down and get into like the the nitty gritty of it, that's a different type of swiping. But mm-hmm. you know, I think there's some mindless swiping going on when you're just going off appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again. Not on these apps, but because I just feel like it would take up too much of my day. You know, I feel like uh, I, I love be... Cheesecake Factory. Oh, I didn't. but see, see, on the one hand, I would be like that person is probably not for me. On the other hand, I would be like that person probably has low standards, and so I might <laughs> just might just tiptoe out there and see what, what I what what was what's there for me. You know, because mm-hmm. you know, listen, lower lower your standards. If she has an astigmatism and really can't see well, then that's probably another person that is probably good for me. Um, you know, there's there's a there's a few that I would probably mm-hmm. give a chance to based off of their bio, just off of that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, everybody's at the bar. We have our final act is at the bar. Everybody is there. Have seen a concert? Was this like a known musician? No. See, Austin is Austin is known for being live music. Well, yeah, live music for tech and for keeping Austin weird. That's Austin's slogan: mm-hmm. keep Austin weird. And so um, you can find live music in Austin at any given time and any day on any night forever. Like if I went to Austin right now. I could just go to a concert because they just happen. Now, do is this person a known artist? Probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not hard to come by in Austin. Now, I am recognizing that these are, you know, young adults. And so, like, for Roxy, she had never been to a concert before. So this was a really big deal. They were making a meal out of it for sure. Yeah. Okay. And speaking of a meal, Roxy mm-hmm. is talking about, hey, look, I got a thing for Michael, but he... Is not showing any interest. Uh, Roxy, I think he's getting ready to move on. She she said, I think she told uh, Natalie, uh, she mm-hmm. said, the soup is getting cold. Yeah, it was hot. And it it's was hot. ready. It's hot, hot and, and ready. ready like, a, like a little Caesar's pizza. Mm-hmm. But it, the soup is getting cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Michael is losing her because he's for some he reason had that just soup hot. He had it hot, piping hot, mm-hmm. ready to go, ready to but go. Now it's now it is not, and so you know the whole episode she spent the time trying to figure out like what just isn't connecting with her and Michael. Is he not that into her? What's going on? And to her amazement, we see Michael get out of the car with his date. He actually brought a date to their first outing. Yeah, and so I think this is the nail in the coffin for what could have been for the two of them. Oh, I, I disagree. Oh, you, oh, really? I, I think that this is gonna uh, get the get the soup back on boil. Oh, you think the competition is gonna spice yes. things up? Yes. Hmm. Okay. We'll see. Well, we 
We are yet to see that, but I love the look on the roommates' faces. Yes. I mean, Bruce looks completely shocked when he shows up because Bruce has seen Laura on the app. Yeah, but I don't think he he considered the fact that he would go and meet Laura for lunch and then bring Laura to the you know subsequent mm-hmm. concert with mm-hmm. with his roommates. Mm-hmm. That was a move. Yeah, Michael may look for all Michael says he is. He is bold. <laughs> He's bold. He is bold. I give him that. Says you can walk in with Laura. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this." Um, I have also in my notes uh, that uh, the show is shot very well, Chappelle. Uh, that uh, like they do a really good job with the cinematography here. Sadly, though, like because the cinematography is so good, it feels a little scripted. Uh, like if if you told me that this was not a reality show and these were all paid actors. I don't think I would like disagree because there's nothing here that is like it does. A lot of it is so beautiful, right? They're like they're getting all the angles. They're following Michael outside to walk Laura out. Like it does. It just it's, it should, it feels very. It, well, I don't think it's shenanigans. I'm just saying that it looks so professional that if you told me it was scripted, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, like flinch at it. I think mm-hmm. I think it's it's really well shot. They did a great job. Okay, um, we see. A lot of uh, flirty talk between Abby and Kamari. Yes. Now, Abby has not really shown that much interest in Kamari to this point. She's shifting. Now, she has shown interest. for She has, she has shifted into uh, ninth gear at this point. Right. And Abby. Uh, yeah. Abby is it's, it's Abby time. I will say mm-hmm. because Abby has set her sights on Kamari and she's the like, soup is hot. It's hot, Rob. Mm-hmm. It's hot. 69 scrimps hot. 69 um, scrimps are hot. And somebody, somebody better get to this soup because it is about to spill everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally all over Kamari. Um, mm-hmm. She, yeah. So at this point, Abby is just like, hey, um, what's up, Kamari? Like, are you like, what are you into? What are you, what are you trying to do? And he's just like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. She's like, nah, nah, like, uh, stop playing. Like, mm-hmm. it's time. Like, like Abby, Abby has uh, set her sights on Kamari and she tells him like, nah, I'm, I'm good in bed. Okay, so make no she's, I believe what she said is I'm better in bed than you are. Right. And I don't like, even know how you measure that. Me. She says, you got to find out. You got to find <laughs> out. Is there like yeah, some says, sort of like NFL combine? Like, I don't even know how you would compare those rankings. The combine in her pants. She says <laughs> she likes to compete because when she competes, she wins. She says that to him. Mm-hmm. Like, she even says, now this is like, this is a classic player line. She likes, see you scared. That's you scared. You scared. Yeah. And he like, scared, like clutching his pearls. Like, how, me, I, I'm not scared. Mm-hmm. And she's like, nah, you scared, baby. You ain't serious about this. You know, you ain't ready for this, Abby. I'm like, Abby, go on, girl, get him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Abby went playing no games. She was not playing. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. And when she plays, she wins. Yeah. Um, we cut back to Michael and Laura and Michael who said earlier in the episode, like, I don't know what to do. Do I touch the, my date? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything. I've never been on a date before. Uh, and then he's uh, going to, uh, make out city Chappelle. Yeah. So the, yeah. So 20 we have something's two- colon make out city. 
<laughs> there are two things happening almost simultaneously. So on the inside, you have Abby, who's basically looking at Kamari, and he's like, oh, you want something to drink? And she said, oh, I, I know what I want to eat. Like, I want something in my mouth. Like, whoa, what is happening? <laughs> I want something. She said, I want something. I was like, what does that mean? And then on the outside, you have Michael like, oh, well, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know. And then he's planting a kiss on Laura. I was like, oh, my God. The so, soup like, is hot. It's hot everywhere. <laughs> it's hot everywhere. It's soup inside, outside, it's all over the place hot. Um, yeah, so they he a plants a kiss on, on, on Laura. And then he's telling us in his confession, like, I don't know if I walk into the car, if I kiss her, what is it? What's happening? Am I a savage and I just leave her standing there? So he does. Mm-hmm. He kisses her and he leaves her standing there like a savage. I was like, you go, Michael. Yeah. You go, Michael. Now, it, to, to be fair, Michael, you probably should have walked into the car. You just said, um, Mm-hmm. What if what if uh what if we continue the date? But I think he had already served, you know, he'd already well, uh accomplished his goal. Yeah, the uh what he had said was, well, Laura, because she's an actual adult and not a 23-year-old, <laughs> has things to do tomorrow, so she has to leave early. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, in case you didn't notice, this person is older than me. Like, yes, mm-hmm. Michael, we get it. Yes, no, we got it. Um uh, I wrote in yeah. my notes, uh, young Steven has game. He does. He mm. does. Even though he's pretending he does not, Robert. Um, he he definitely does. Why? Why you are you know? Robert there? What? Well, I'm talking about this survivor, the Amazon persona. You, I mean, you've been with this woman since the day that episode was mm-hmm. filmed. Like yeah. you got back. You got back. The episode aired, and now you're married with two kids, Michael. Michael Fishback. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you think Michael's gonna marry Laura? I mean, not probably not Laura. Yeah, probably not Laura. Yeah, yeah Chappelle. Well, whoever, Chappelle, whoever he's watching I, the episode I went on with TV. today, there was there was one woman that I met that expressed a uh, romantic interest <laughs> in me. That was it. Nah, uh, this was the first woman. See, you 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 are kept. No, man that was the that. only one. Nicole has been scaring these women off, beating them off with a stick. Rob, stop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Yeah. Mm-mm. So whoever Michael's at home watching this episode with, she's probably the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Wife them up. It's good. Like, I, I love a happy ending. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so does Abby. <laughs> yes, she does. Yes. All right. Um, and Abby gets the last line of the episode. She gets the last word. Hide your sons. Hide your daughters. Abby's in town. That is the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. Hide your sons. Hide your daughters. Yeah. She said, I'm out here. For, I'm out here and I'm on the prowl. And man, I love Abby. I just, yeah. I mean, she's amazing TV. She knows it. She's, she knows it. She's great. Yeah, Chappelle. Uh, now talking something. about this, uh, like uh, now I, I want to watch more. I I don't think we should not. The, the watch soup more. was I, warm, uh, and now I feel like now that we talked about this, uh, now the soup is hot. All right, we're bringing the Bubble Boys back this time to cover Twenty Somethings Austin. Week more to week. soup for you. More soup for you. That's our tagline. Twenty mm-hmm. Somethings Austin, a podcast. More soup for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, bring in Akiva. The three of us will weigh in on oh, these well, twenty. Is anybody that knows about twenty somethings and uh, you know happening dating lives? Uh, it's Akiva. Look, Akiva managed to pull off something that many, many people are not able to do. Akiva got married at the ripe old age of sixteen <laughs> and been together forever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And unlike Abby, he made it work. He made it work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, now Rob, I like this a lot. I think talking it through with you, it made me appreciate it a little bit more. It's some good stuff here. Um, and then, you know, it's 20-somethings colon Austin. Does that lead you to believe that there could be a 20-somethings colon something else later yeah, on? Yeah, I think so. I think they'll do another season if this is popular. 
Yeah. So what do you think they would go next? Now, interestingly, I, I, I was looking at it. This came out on Friday. Uh, it was not mm-hmm. in the Netflix top 10. So maybe yeah. this might be a slow boil on the soup. Is it in the Netflix top 10 now? Okay. Uh, I looked this morning. I didn't see it in the top 10. Maybe after mm-hmm. this podcast, uh, maybe this is going to help uh, give it some buzz. I-, I would love to hear from anybody that watched the full season uh, or the full, the first six episodes, uh, you know, whether or not uh, things uh, are getting more interesting or if it doesn't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Let us know if we should be st- keeping an eye on these 20 somethings. I really, really hope there's a Jacob Jones sighting. Mm-hmm. I know Austin is a big city, but Jacob Jones is a man of the people. I would not be surprised if I saw my good friend Jacob yes. before he. Where, where do you think he would York. come into uh, the story? He's definitely going to meet Abby at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jacob is going to meet. Uh, no, nah, Jacob is the type of person that if he if he knew these people, he would be in that house. Mm-hmm. And I think they missed. Well, whoever did the casting, they definitely missed the mark by not having Jacob well, Jones. They don't on. seem to have anybody from uh, like a native of Austin. And I thought on the real world, they do have that, like somebody who's actually from the place that they are uh, doing the season. But they did not have a native Austinian. Austinite. Austinite. I believe so. I believe it's Austinite. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, yeah. This is why I feel like Austin is the star of the show. I think they brought everybody in to experience Austin as a like as a conduit to starting their new life. Uh, And if you already live in Austin, it it kind of defeats the premise of what the show is supposed to be. And so maybe that's why. But I do think that, I mean, they missed out on a star here with Jacob. Mm-hmm. Jacob is everything. He would have been so great. But maybe when they have 20-somethings, uh, New York City might get a Jacob. And I see. Where do you think would be the logical next place? And, and New York City, I feel like, is uh, too basic. Austin's pretty basic, too. Um, but I, I think that they wanted to do a place that they never did. They, they never did a real world Austin, right? They did. I think they did two real worlds Austins. Oh, okay. <laughs> real worlds Austins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where does the S go? Um, Austins. Real real world Austin. I think that they did at least one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they did at least one because that was the Danny and Melinda season. Um. Uh, and I like that season too. But anyway, uh, yeah. So I think the real world Austin definitely was a thing. So they could go to New York, but again, maybe Seattle, which I know they did a real world for that. But we just talked about it. Seattle had its moment of being the it place to go. Mm-hmm. But I just don't foresee them staying in in Austin if this works out. Um, yeah, uh, I would like to see city. them branch into. Yeah, I would like to see them branch into other cities in Texas. I know it's not a Texas centric show, but I would like. I would like twenty twenty one hot cities. I don't, I'm not talking about the weather. Oh, okay. Talking uh, about the measurements. Are we, we care about the hottest home markets, fastest uh, growing places in the U.S. Yeah, like that's, fastest growing yeah. places. Okay, yeah, that's the point. Let's see. Okay, because I feel like Austin is like always uh, wh- where it is. This is yeah, like it's uh, the boom. Okay. All right. Let me go to. What's Baltimore doing? Baltimore? Yeah, what's Baltimore doing? I don't think they had a real world Baltimore. I don't know. Let me give you the top 10. Uh, Orlando, uh, eight, Port St. Lucie, seven. What is it? Alt Florida? Seven is Daytona Beach. Six is Ocala, Florida. Oh my God. Florida? Listen, this is propaganda. The fastest growing places in the United States. Every every one of the top 10 is, uh, it was all Florida and then Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. That's just because it's God's waiting room. It's where people go to die. Yeah, is that people um, are retiring. So, 
people are dying, Kim. I think what it is is that people are just going there to like live out their last days. Florida is not anywhere where mm-hmm. I would film anything. Yeah. I mean, unless, right. unless it's like a beach, Miami or something like that. I'm not going to be rude what, to Florida, the, but the rest of Florida is okay, ridiculous. The 11 best cities for young professionals in 2021. Austin is on the yes. list. Okay. All right, cool. What else we got? Here are the 11 cities. Okay. All right. Arlington, Virginia. Is is that a stop me when you hear something you like? Okay. Uh, oh, Columbus, okay. Ohio. Keep going. Denver. <laughs> ah, oh, uh, put an asterisk by that. Okay. We might come back and give it a ding. Durham, North Carolina. Rob, what do you think? So, I mean, I I, I could see it. Like, I feel like that. That's probably like a, a uh, you know pretty good. Again, uh, the twenty somethings Durham. I don't know if it was going to be that sexy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> ah, Durham, uh, <laughs> place where dreams are made. Yeah, of. Uh, Minneapolis, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Oh, huh? I could see. I could see that. Huh? What is it about the South that makes people feel like like that's where I need to move to to change my life now? Well, I feel that Nashville has like the music scene. Uh, mm, there. It does. Yeah. Sewed up. Yeah. Um, Omaha. No. Pittsburgh. <laughs> no. God, no. Salt Jesus. Lake City. <laughs> Rob, please. Seattle. Okay. Okay. Is that it? That's it. Those that are the 11 right. places for young professionals. All right. I don't know. I think I've aged out of young professional, but I could see myself in a Durham or mm-hmm. uh, Seattle. I could not see myself in an, uh, any of those places. Maybe Denver, but it's too cold. Yeah. Too cold. Okay. All right. Yeah. Chappelle, uh, well, very fun to talk about the 20 somethings of Austin with you. Uh, what are we going to talk about next time? Mm. So, I don't know if you've missed it, but it's holiday season. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, believe me. You- I know, Chappelle. I'm sure you've been frequenting the mall Santas by now. I have seen uh, two Santas in person. Ah, uh, yes. Um, congratulations. Uh, send them my wishes. But because we have we have approached the holiday season and we have a lot of listeners who celebrate many different holidays, but I think Netflix has done a really good job of pr- promoting their holiday movies. Yep. I think it's time for us to um, acknowledge some of those films. So yes. if you would like, I think next week we should tackle one of the holiday movies. Okay. Uh, that makes my, sense. That makes sense because it is holiday <laughs> yeah. time and time to talk about a holiday film. Right. Exactly. Like I was going to say we should wait a couple weeks. It wouldn't have made as much <laughs> sense to talk about a holiday film of when it, when it came out. Cause it wasn't the holidays. Right. But like this the particular week we can do it. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. going to say, let's wait till January. There's some holidays in January, but this is fine. We can settle for this. Mm-hmm. So is there a holiday movie that stands out to you? Uh, not especially. <laughs> um, no, we haven't gotten any strong feedback from anybody about any holiday movies. Like I've been keeping an eye out. I've been listening closely to what the people want to hear. Mm-hmm. And I you just have don't an ear any... on the street. I try to. I'm not a Kiva. You know, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't. I don't have well, my finger, on the, finger on, the on the pulse. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a Kiva, but I've been checking out here and there what the people are saying, and I don't know. We might have to settle, Rob. Okay. I'm thinking that we we have to settle on between one of the more entertaining sounding movies to me, like a, a single all the way, or yeah. one of the more, you know, lackluster sounding movies, like The Princess hmm. Witch 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do I mean, we those need the, the backstory of Princess Switch 1 and 2? 
you know, I think we can go into this one blind. Go into it blind. Okay. Or, or we can bring in a guest who is familiar with the entire franchise. Is it like a Home Alone where it's not really canon? Like Home Alone 3? Like you didn't have to watch Home Alone 1 and 2? Mm, maybe we should just watch Home Alone. You know, like Chappelle, that, well, I, I know you talked about uh, Home Alone on uh, the uh, uh, SHIT 90s show uh, podcast, right? I did. Yes. I did. I bitching so, to talk about Home Alone too. My kids <laughs> uh, watch the new Home Alone. Yes, Home what Alone. What the hell was this? Uh, it sounds like you watched it. I, you I like it? they had it on. I'm like, I I don't even understand what what did they do? What why did they redo this? I, look, it had been a while. Why did they just make Twenty Somethings Austin? You give it a little while, mm-hmm. you bring in the next generation with a similar format. Um, but I hear it's a hot ass mess. Um, Luckily, I don't think Home Alone four is it four? Home Alone four is it on Netflix? Six, six. Oh, no, Home Alone's not on Netflix. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, okay. So yeah, we don't have to we worry have to about that. that. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I couldn't think even follow. In- what, like, wait, who is this kid? Is he related to? Like, how how is this connected to the original Home Alone universe? Um, from what I understand, Buzz from Home Alone one is in the most recent oh, Home Alone. A bu- Buzz. He's in the movie. I, I, I wasn't that, 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 that my my kids had it on. Uh I mean, that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw when I was talking about Home Alone One that Buzz was like uh, <laughs> Buzz McAllister was a cop, and so um, I think that's that's where the, the connection between the original mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. property comes yeah. from. Okay, all right. So are we princess switching next week? Uh, I don't know if if, if people are clamoring for it. I guess we can is do the it. Soup hot for Princess Switch Three. I don't know if the soup has ever been hot for it, but I will reach out because I do have a guest in mind mm-hmm. who wouldn't mind talking about it. Um, so yeah, let me let me you know fiddle around and see what I can <laughs> find. But yeah, I think Princess Switch Three might be on the docket to to, okay. to to bring in the holidays officially. All right. That'll be next time on Nothing But Netflix. Okay. Yes. Chappelle, then mm-hmm. what else do you have going on? We talked about uh Snick shows are trash. We did. Mm-hmm. Good response yes. so far. People seem to like it. People seem to like it. You know, I, I don't check out the Renap subreddit, so I don't yeah, get I into like, it. I haven't looked at the, it lately. The annals of the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't hang out there. But um yeah, I've heard the, I've heard good things. And so that was a good time. Yeah, there used um, to be a person that would and like as soon as the episode went up, they would post a thread. And I, I think they, they must not like the podcast anymore because they don't really post it. They don't it's not they like, don't really make the thread. I mean, if they were making a subreddit for it, it sounded like they never liked the podcast. Because from <laughs> no, I, don't I, think to, I mean, it used to be, uh, you know, for pretty good. But then I feel like then there, there was some negativity. I have made a personal choice to never go on Reddit if I can mm-hmm. avoid it. Yeah, and I live my life by that. And I'm ha- I'm living a happy life right now. Yeah, smart. Um, yeah. We please don't make a nothing but Netflix Reddit. We don't need that. No. Like I, I will report it as spam. No. Akiva wanted <laughs> um, to make a a, a Renap subreddit. Oh, uh, see that mm-hmm. Akiva always be wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so for me coming up, 
You know, I'm still talking about Insecure, HBO's hit show uh, created by Issa Rae. We're coming up on our last few episodes, and this week our special guest is Amon Adwin. And so, um, Very nice. yeah, it's going to be great. Latanya Starks, Mari Forth, and myself joined by Amon to get close to that. I think we only have two or three more episodes left. Uh, and so um, very excited for that. So check that out on postshowrecaps.com and subscribe to Post Show Recaps, or you can subscribe to our feed directly, uh, uh, Insecure, the Post Show Recap. Um, also, still talking about Never Have I Ever, mm-hmm. uh, the aforementioned Sarah Ferguson, who was on uh, the Renap episode talking about Snick shows and guiding us, you know, ever so gracefully. She uh, recently came on that podcast to talk to Sasha and I about uh, another hit Netflix show, Never Have I Ever. And so we're almost done with that season as well. Uh, and that is all. That's all I got going on right now. Just uh, trying to wrap those two things up. If you haven't already checked out Oxcord Approved uh, with Isaiah Eight Ball Bangers, please check that out. I was on the first episode of that uh, talking about uh, the title of the creator album. And, you know, I love hearing Rob has a podcast with music coverage. So it was a great time. But yeah, that's that's what I'm working on. I'm actually just getting ready for to wrap up the holidays. I'm trying to figure out where I can go for the winter. I need a trip, Rob. You're going to go, okay, for not for Christmas, but for the actual um, like uh, winter months. For December, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's December. It's getting kind of chilly here in Texas. Not really. It was like 85 degrees a couple of days ago. But regardless, I get this itch sometimes when I want to travel. And I'm trying to figure out what's next for me. So don't be shocked if I randomly pop up uh, in a different country and tell you I have to podcast at a, at a weird time. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So you're going to go full Akiva. I, I might. Yeah. I might. <laughs> might go visit Akiva. I think they have the, the, the borders are closed over there right now yeah. or something. But um, if they let me in, I might pop up at Akiva's house. Okay. All right. Well, Chappelle, I'm uh, also uh, very excited to be beginning another podcast adventure. I'm going to be back on the 90 Day Fiance scene, talking about 90 Day Fiance, colon, before the 90 Days with Mr. 90 Day Fiance, Puya Zambakili. Yes, and I am a Puya Zambakili fan. I am a Rob fan. How could you not be? He's really one of the most famous people I've ever met. It's very hot. It's always hot for Puya. Um, But yeah, I'm a fan of 90 Day Fiance. In your absence, Puya asked me to come on and Mm -hmm. to watch the show. Are you uh, a convert? um, You're into it? I'm into it. 90 Day the other day, it really had my full (laughs) attention. His, his, I mean, the other, yeah, the other way, it had my full attention. I like Um, the 90 Day the other day. The other day, yeah. 90 yeah. Day the other way had my full attention. And the other day, I listened to uh, Puya and Sasha talk mm-hmm. about the reunion special. Yeah. And let me tell you, that was a fire podcast. Like, I mean, they were both in their bags. I loved every second of yeah. it. So if people have not checked out 90 Day the, uh, the other day, or the other way, or 90 Day Fiance, mm-hmm. there's so many different versions of it. Oh, my gosh. But if you haven't checked that out, at least listen to Puya's coverage of 90 Day Fiance on Rob Has a Podcast because it is amazing. All right. Thank you so much for checking out Nothing But Netflix. Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss any of our coverage. RobIsWebsite.com slash Netflix feed. Thank you so much. We'll be back next time with our holiday special on Nothing But Netflix. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.